you know, me and my trusty table and, and iPad. And the Lord just told me to leave my iPad over there. <laughs> so I moved the table too, so I don't have it. I want to I continue that prayer you just prayed, Justin. Father, those things that we need to dethrone, <laughs> for better or for worse, we are the, the first thing that needs to be dethroned. We need to be moved over. We need to be, we need to step back. We need to step off um, where we've put ourselves first. So Lord, in these, these moments right here, uh, God, will we just confess to you how we have placed ourselves above you? And in so doing, then, when we make ourselves Lord, then what we, we pull other people, those things that Justin mentioned that need to be dethroned, those people and things, when we put ourselves up at the top, then we pull those other things up with us, and then suddenly everything is above you. Everything is above you. And if we're really honest with ourselves, we know that. Oh, God, I praise you for the person that walked in here today who is fully and completely has you number one. And, God, I, I want to I be closer to them. I want to hang out with them because I, I need that witness because I confess that I put myself above you. I put responsibilities. I even put the church, some message points, though good and... With your word, I can put them above you. God, would we take a moment right now and just allow you to be first, that in our hearts, in our spirits, we would take a step back. Lord, whatever our motivation for being here today, I pray that it now shifts or it's in line with you. Whether it was obligation or habit or I signed up to do it, so I'm going to be there. Lord, those, are, those aren't bad things, but, but what's at the heart of it? What's at the heart of it? Why did we choose to gather here today? Why? Why did people choose to come up on this stage and say yes? Why are people choosing to go into the waters today? And the reality is, what's at the heart of it is that you are God 
We are not. We are so messed up without you. We need a Savior. We need Jesus. We need his hope. We need his promise. We need his truth. And we need it every single day. Not just one time back then. Not just now. Lord, I pray that for any who stand on this stage or go in the water today, that they don't see this as a graduation, but they see it as, a, as an inception. And I pray that for us, each and every one of us, that whatever we're holding on to, that I did this, I said this, I prayed that, I read that, I, I went to that thing, whenever it was, that that was not a graduation, it was an inception. We are, we are choosing to, to walk with you today. And even if that wasn't our intention when we woke up this morning or when we walked through these doors, that as when we do leave here today, that we have an intention and it is to follow you. It's to be serious about who you are. It's about us saying that, that there are, that we have, they're in the, corporately, I, I know, not because you haven't given me the gift of prophecy, but I know this because it's the law of averages. There's a lot of people in here who have broken relationships that you are waiting to pour your healing over. And I pray that today would be the beginning of that healing. God, I know that's true for me. And I confess my pride and my, my arrogance in, in not, not making those things right. Or at least doing my part to make them right. Because I don't know how the other people will respond. But Why are we here today? Oh, God, I pray it's that we will be in your presence, that we would choose to, to come before you and declare you Lord. You love us so very much. It is evident through the life and the death, oh, and the resurrection of your son, Jesus. You tell us that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. <laughs> what an incredible promise. That's a promise from you, Lord. That is a promise to any who think, no, what I'm holding on to, God cannot forgive. No, what I'm holding on to, there is no righteousness that can can be imparted to me. I, I'm, I'm stuck here. I'm in this place. No, if you confess your sins, our God is faithful and he is just and he will forgive your sins and he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's the promise. That's the promise. God, you know, you know my heart. And I love this church. And I want this church to be healthy. And I want this church to be a bright, bright beacon of hope in our community. So God, I, I confess anything that 
I have done or have not done that, that could be a hindrance to that. And God, I pray that we would each see our part to play. That there are no spectators here. Yeah, there's a stage. I, I wish we weren't on a stage right now. We're not spectators. We're part of this together. We are the body of Christ. In Romans, you tell us that we actually belong to one another. Oh, God, forgive me for acting as if I don't belong to anybody else. I'm my own person, and I can do and go and whatever I want. No, as the body of Christ, we belong to one another. Lord, so we, we care for one another. We, we encourage one another. Yes, we might even say, hey, this is not the way to go. Get back on track. Follow Jesus. And that's in love. We belong to each other, and we want to be healthy. Or back in January, you gave me that image of the, of, of the net, of that, that fishing net. With those strong knots connecting all the different pieces, and Lord, that is us. That's us. We each of, the, each of us are playing those parts. And I don't want to be a weak part of the net, and I know no one else does either. We belong to each other. And when we're strong and we're healthy and we're connected and we are putting you in first place, then we are this net that's actually capable of gathering people in and able to hold them together. What a beautiful image. When you told your disciples to cast that net over the side of their boat, they weren't even that put out far in water, yet it was too much. It was too much. God, would we be that connected, strong net? Would we be reminded that we belong to one another? service on a Sunday morning in South Georgia hmm. where we anticipate an order some songs and a message and maybe some communion and baptism and all those things are wonderful but God we are conditioned to do things in our lives and we and, and many times the the routine and, and the conditions the condition being conditioned God makes no room hmm. for your Holy Spirit mm-hmm 
We want to make room for your Holy Spirit today. God, we know that there are so many things other than what we understood there to be when we walked in that you have planned for us, God. We want to make way for those things. We want to make way for your Spirit to move in us. We thank you for just to, to, to be able to take a moment and acknowledge you as Lord. I, I, we know that you're working in the room. We know that you're moving hearts. We know that you're doing unexpected things. This is an unexpected thing. Father, they are gifts from the giver of all gifts, all good gifts, you. And so we acknowledge you, God. And we let go of our self-centeredness and our self-focus. And God, our 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 dual nature, our double-mindedness, God. We let go of that. We're asking that you take all the different selves that we have created, the social us, the Friday night ball game us, Saturday afternoon ball game us, private life us that we think no one else knows about, only you and then the Sunday morning us God I pray that at some point you would consolidate all of that under under your spirit yes. and cleanse us yes, for, from our duplicity God yes. simplify our lives Father we want to surrender that to you here and now and we claim you as Lord of our lives not just Savior claim you as the boss the boss you call the shots you call the shots Lord Jesus help us to allow you to call the shots in our own lives we surrender once again and we thank you for this moment that we have may it lead to other moments privately and corporately and all this and again we want to pray right now for revival in our in our community Lord Jesus, do something that none of us could conjure up. In the name of Jesus, may revival start in the individual hearts of the people in this room. And if it pleases you, God, may this family, this family of believers, be used to that effect. If it, if it pleases you, God, let us be some small part of that. We love you so much. We love you so much. That's in your name we pray. Amen. Goodness gracious. Um, I've talked in front of a lot of people. I don't think I've been this nervous, but... I was sitting back there earlier, and I was just, that line, I think it said, lying in our lungs. Is that the way? Yeah. Lying in our lungs. And I thought about what's inside of us, and I've contemplated that and as we sat back there and sang and prayed. And this scripture in 2 Timothy, God, he brought to me. If you have your Bible, go turn to it. I'm going to try to read it if I can. I'm a little shaky, but uh, 
2 Timothy, first chapter, about 10 verses. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved son, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Power, love, and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who abolished death and brought life and immort immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. And I read that, and I was thinking about a message I heard when I was in college at UGA, and I went to a Georgia football game back when they weren't winning, Justin, back then as much. And the pastor, he said, how many of you went to the ball game yesterday? And everybody raised their hand. We were in Athens. How many of you cheered? And they said, yes. How many of you, woof, 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 woof? Everybody raised their hand. And he said, now how many of you want to woof, woof, woof for Jesus? And I was sitting there, and man, I, I, I was one of the second, third time I felt so convicted in my heart because I'm like, I, I don't woof for Jesus. <laughs> and I was sitting here, and when you said you were going to do baptisms, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to embarrass my daughters because when they dunk them under, I'm fixing the woof. <laughs> because what greater joy... What greater joy than to see someone buried in, in their sins and raised in newness of life. And so I was sitting back there, and I thought about that. I have a legacy of my family. I, I went to church with my grandfather from the time I was big enough to get, sit with him. I would sit and hold the Bible for him. I still miss him every day in some form but what was poured into me as a child as a young man it's being poured into you young men and women today fan that flame as Paul encouraged it and the older generation too there's something happening in this country and I'm excited I've been excited for a long time because our young people is fixing to, it's fixing to catch fire and so I wanted to share that today. And so if I woof when you baptize somebody, just just go with it. Bless each and every one of you. Thank you.
us to share communion together I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, discern how to how to do it in such a way that we're not spectating about it so I'm going to ask those who are going to share prepare communion to, to begin to do that and um, Justin I don't know if you want to if you want to call the band back out or not but here's what I want to do you know we say that the table is open for all and it is we, we don't exclude anyone from receiving. Um, the great John Wesley said that, that he saw God's grace working in communion in itself, that it's like that even participating in communion could be the very vehicle by which someone finally gets it and understands that God broke his body, gave his life, poured out his blood. Um, I have a good friend who who was on the fence for a long time about Jesus and had a lot of friends who followed Jesus, but he didn't know. He wasn't sure. And he came forward for communion one Sunday after I said that, that you're welcome. And he said it was at that kneeler that he realized that that's, that's what was right. That was true for him too. It wasn't just for somebody else. So I, I say that this table is open, but... And I don't have the liturgy up here, but there's some, there's some good points in our liturgy that, that can be, that can be uh, said in regard to the fact that we should not come and just go, hey, give me what's mine. I deserve this bread and I deserve this juice and it's, it's due me. It's the first Sunday of the month, so it's time for me to have communion. No, friends, our hearts need to be prepared to receive. Our hearts need to be prepared to receive. So, like I said, and I know it's hard when, when we've got a lot of people and stuff, but it I doesn't matter. If you need to go and spend time at these kneelers, there's one over here and a couple over here, before you come to receive communion, then you go ahead and you get up now and you go and pray. You go ahead and do that. And that's even if you're one of the servers, you got to do that. That's okay, too. So we're going to take a few moments to prepare ourselves to receive. You can do that in a time of prayer. We lift our voices. However, we're going to do that. I'm going to pray. I'll be over here at this kneeler if you need me.